Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are beginning a new series entitled, Last Day's Deception and the Bait of Satan. In it, we will be addressing some of the obvious, as well as the not-so-obvious, tactics of the enemy, which he employs in order to rob, kill, and destroy. The obvious ones are usually fairly easy to discern. However, the not-so-obvious hold within them the most danger, because they are hidden behind a veil of Luciferian false light that very closely mimics the true things of God whereby many are taking the bait and being led into the enemy's web of deadly deception, especially now in this very critical time in the earth when Satan knows that his time is short and therefore his deceptions are more strategic and deadly than they have ever been. It is important to remember that Lucifer and Satan are the same entity. Lucifer comes as an angel of light, but it is his moniker Satan, which means God's adversary, that depicts his true identity. He is a murderer and a liar, and has been so from the beginning, as recorded in the words of Jesus in John eight forty-two to 47 Everything that Satan does is devoid of truth, because there is no truth in him and yet he is a masterful counterfeiter, so masterful that without the Holy Spirit's discernment to lead, protect, and guide us, no one is immune from his death-filled begotments. So with that reminder of who we're dealing with and why we need to be girded up with the truth of God's unadulterated word of life, we'll start with one of the more obvious and, might I say, tragic evidences of the enemy's deceptions, which is arrogantly raising its blasphemous fist in the face of the Lord God Almighty, while offering dramatic confirmation that we truly are in the last minutes of the last days. In an article entitled, Celebrating Evil, SatanCon sells out with largest satanic gathering in U.S., where they write, Should we be surprised? As our society comes apart at the seams all around us, Satan and Satanism are becoming extremely popular. Videos featuring Satan are getting millions of views on TikTok and YouTube, while millions of Americans are watching shows that feature Satan as a main character on Netflix and other streaming services. And the Satanic Temple has become one of the fastest-growing religious organizations that the United States has ever seen. Traditional values are declining at a very rapid pace, and it was inevitable that something would fill that void. In fact, it turns out that Satanism's values correspond almost perfectly with the values that much of the population has already embraced in this day and age. Once upon a time, most Americans were repulsed by anything that had to do with Satan, but now he is eagerly welcomed into homes and into hearts all over the nation. 
Today, Satan has become one of the hottest spiritual figures in America, and that is unlikely to change anytime soon. The following comes from a Newsweek article where they address how much Satan's influence is affecting pop culture. They write, The devil is front and center in movies, TV shows, podcasts, and even children's books. There are Satan after school clubs, while the proliferating Satanist groups have their own political divisions. There's the Exorcist Files, in which Father Carlos Martins recreates exorcisms, and the podcast routinely tops the list of the most popular in the spirituality categories. On Netflix alone, there are dozens of titles dealing with hellish demons, including Warrior Nun, Devil in Ohio, The Blank, because I will not say that word, Son, and The Devil Himself and Lucifer in which the ruler of hell runs a piano bar in California. Comedy is also fair game. Thus, Ted Danson plays a torturous demon who is prone to mistakes in the Netflix series The Good Place, which is an ironic title. And on top of everything else, a major convention is coming up. It is being billed as the largest satanic gathering in history and it is being held in Boston at the end of April. This year's event is taking place in Boston, Massachusetts, from April 28th to the 30th, 2023, and is titled Hexenacht in Boston, otherwise known as Witches' Night. On the announcement page, the Satanic Temple, or TST, laments Boston Mayor Michelle Wu for her unconstitutional efforts to keep TST out of Boston's public spaces and announces that the event will be dedicated to her. In return, purchasers are promised a weekend of blasphemy and remembrance. In the old days, maybe a few fringe weirdos would get together for something like that. But this year's Satan Con was completely sold out six weeks in advance. The Satanic Temple is the organization that runs the conference and was established in 2012. It now has more than 700,000 registered members. Founder Douglas Messner, who goes by Lucian Greaves, declined Newsweek's request for an interview. But the Satanic Temple's website espouses such non-controversial tenets as forgiveness, empathy toward all creatures, and freedom, including the freedom to offend. Its website boasts of more than 700,000 members, making the Satanic Temple the fastest-growing religious organization in U.S. history. Last year's conference included a presentation on devil's food, abortion as a religious right, and raising children in a satanic household. The organization also has been active legally, demanding the right to abortion, because members consider it a religious ritual. One of the organization's core beliefs is that you are supposed to have complete freedom over your own body, citing its tenet that one's body is subject to one's own will alone. The Satanic Temple has filed lawsuits on religious freedom grounds in states that limit abortion, claiming that abortion bans violate the rights of an involuntary pregnant woman to engage in a Satanic abortion ritual. 
But it turns out that anyone who attends SatanCon must have proof of COVID vaccination and must wear a mask. Their website rules state that SatanCon attendees must be 18 or over and have proof of COVID vaccination. Attendees must also wear an N95, KN95, or disposable surgical mask. Gators, bandanas, and cloth masks will not be allowed. The mask and vaccine requirement is ironic, as their About section states that the mission of the Satanic Temple is to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense and justice, and be directed by the human conscience to undertake noble pursuits, end quote. So much for being consistent. Of course, a lot of their followers simply do not care. Many of them have embraced Satanism because it fits what they already believe, much more than Christianity does. Sadly, a brand new Wall Street Journal NORC poll, NORC standing for National Opinion Research Center, the largest independent social research organization in the United States, shows that the traditional American values are in a very rapid state of decline. There has always been evil in our society, but today vast multitudes of people are openly celebrating it. And for those who wish to revel in the evil that they are doing, Satanism is perfect for them. But what is going to happen to our nation as even more Americans reject Christ and embrace Satan? We truly are in uncharted territory, and we should all be deeply alarmed by the tremendous evil that is rapidly growing all around us. End quote. As disturbing as that article is, beloved, the less obvious Luciferian and adversarial deceptions that are being birthed from that same satanic agenda are even more tragic and alarming, for they have infiltrated the Church of Jesus Christ. Lucifer is building his church within the church, and his numbers are growing as many who name themselves Christian are falling into the trap of following a false Christ, who is masterfully counterfeited to resemble the genuine. This seductive Antichrist spirit is ecumenical, all-inclusive, and very alluring. It draws the deceived one into thinking that they are gaining deeper oneness with God and uses the Bible and the Holy Scriptures, as well as the pretense of devotion to Jesus, to convince its victim that they are really in touch with divinity and truth. But the New Age techniques and universal agenda, among many other falsehoods, mark it as an insidious forgery and a blasphemous affront to the one true and only God of all creation. This mockery of God's unadulterated word of truth is identified by some as progressive Christianity. Bible study tools defines it in this way. In essence, progressive Christianity seeks to redefine what it means to be a Christian. Although it is marketed as the real thing, core essential doctrines are abandoned or radically redefined. Progressive Christianity utilizes scripture, employs Christian vocabulary, and claims to follow the teachings of Jesus. 
although it looks, smells, and sounds like the real thing. It ends up being more like fake Brie than the historic and God-breathed gospel of Jesus Christ. At the end of the day, the unifying beliefs of their movement add up to counterfeit truths, end quote. This Luciferian bait of Satan is infiltrating many denominations with lightning speed and is playing a vital role in the formation of the global one-world religion of the Antichrist. In our next segment, we'll delve deeply into how this deadly counterfeit has woven its seductive deceptions into our midst as well as exposing some of the many other baits of Satan that are leading the many astray, as we contend for the true faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. But until then, I leave you with a note of encouragement and victory declaration. The legitimate, born-again children of the Most High God, who comprise His true church, which is His bride, will stand forever for our Savior has decreed it to be so. We have that evidence guaranteed in Matthew sixteen fifteen to 20 where upon the rock of Peter's declaration that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus would build his true church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Praise his name forever, and as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www agapelightministries.com Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com